If you love all things gardening, why not join us at our Spring Fair from the 3rd to the 5th of May at Bewley in Hampshire. You'll find everything you need to kickstart the season. Find out more at bbcgardenersworldfair.com. See you there. This is your typical radio ad while eating a Crunch Bar. This is Automatic of Auto's Used Cars. This weekend only, we're having a whale. Bring the kids. See for yourself. It is huge. You're going to make a big splash. No other dealer can say they have a whale like this. When things sound dull, turn up the fun with Crunch. This episode is brought to you by the Inspire Collection by Kalia. Just because you're working out doesn't mean you shouldn't look fabulous. The Inspire Collection by Kalia was designed with both style and performance in mind. It looks good, feels good, and stays put no matter how you move. And the collection has everything you need for a day at the gym. A support bra, crop tanks, bike shorts, amazing leggings, and more. It's their most versatile collection yet. Shop the Inspire Collection by Kalia now, exclusively at Dick's Sporting Goods. Hello and welcome to Tales from Titchmarsh, a wry look at life over the garden fence, with me, Alan Titchmarsh. This time, my pick of books for that festive feeling. There are certain books I pull down from my shelves each year at Christmas to put myself in the mood for the festivities. One of them is Charles Dickens' The Pickwick Papers. Not to devour from cover to cover, you understand, but to read chapter 28, a good-humoured Christmas chapter, which tells the story of the stagecoach journey to Dingley Dell and begins with the delightful phrase, As brisk as bees, if not altogether as light as fairies, did the four Pickwickians assemble on the morning of the 22nd day of December in the year of grace in which these, their faithfully recorded adventures, were undertaken and accomplished. Those few words are all it takes to transport me to the upper reaches of the Muggleton Telegraph, that Victorian equivalent of the Routemaster bus, and to feel the icy breeze in my hair until the comfort of the coaching inn is reached, and I disembark with Mr P and his friends to savour the tang of the warming ale. You see, I'm there already. In this, our own year of grace, I think we're all due a little comfort, after the past year we've all endured. With even more avidity will I open John Clare's The Shepherd's Calendar, first published in 1827, and read, Christmas is come and every hearth makes room to give him welcome now. Yes, with gas prices going through the roof, I do realise the sensitivity of issues concerning the family's warmth. But we must rise above it and allow ourselves the pleasure of Mr Clare's comforting words, even though the bottom line, come the next bill, might take the guilt off the gingerbread. Let's choose a different bucolic text to lift our spirits. Thomas Hardy will do the trick.' 
Now, I don't, as a rule, recommend Mr. Hardy when it comes to an ability to lift the spirits. His heroines invariably pop their clogs at a tragically early age, having either suffered at the hands of some surly gent, who is probably a stranger to personal hygiene, or else succumbed over several chapters to some incurable wasting disease, the discovery of antibiotics being some years off. But in his poem, The Oxen, Thomas Hardy puts aside his usual misanthropy and relates the tale beloved of country folk, which opens Christmas Eve and twelve of the clock, when the oxen of their own accord kneel in the stable in remembrance of that first Christmas. It's a short but wonderfully uplifting poem that I like to read out loud by the fire on the 24th of December. Thirty years ago, slightly later that evening, I'd read to my two young daughters, now grown up and with small children of their own, "'Twas the Night Before Christmas by Clement Clark Moore. I can still recall almost every word, and they now read it to their children, which, to me, puts it firmly in the category of family tradition. Gardeners and country folk can find solace in abundance at Christmas with the words of carols. Deck the halls with boughs of holly, the holly and the ivy. In the bleak midwinter, when earth was hard as iron. Yes, I know global warming has made this occurrence less frequent of late, but you can bank on the fact that on the one day during the Christmas holidays when you choose to escape the claustrophobic confines of your sitting room, and the prospect of yet another dish of turkey leftovers, with the intention of digging over your veg patch, Christina Rossetti's words will contain some degree of veracity. Either that, or you can opt for a rewrite. Earth as wet as peat bog. No, I refuse to be dragged down. We really must fight against the elements and our natural inclination of late to believe that things have never been as bad. Of course they have. It's our attitude to life that gets us through, so I shall continue to enjoy my Christmas carols, my Christmas readings, and the homegrown parsnips and red cabbage that will grace our Christmas table. There'll be pots of early hyacinths and paper-white narcissi to fragrance the air, and lurid poinsettias will lift the spirits with their luminous brats. And then, on the 25th of December... I shall wander out into the garden and savour the silence available on just the one day in the year. Oh, to be a gardener now that Yule is here. Lucky us, eh? Merry Christmas. <laughs>